Welcome, everybody, to the Nestor Roughness Podcast, ladies and gentlemen, on this wonderful, blissful Monday, um, April 17th, 2023. I'm Ben Smith here, and um, we are getting ready and getting set for the week ahead of us because we got a big week ahead of us, especially in the sports world. Um, yeah. So before we get started, everybody, um, Please make so before we get started, everybody, make sure to please, um, please if you're on Spotify, make sure you drop a follow, follow, and if you are on Apple Podcasts, make sure to download right now. So, folks, right now, uh, we're gonna go right to the first segment in Jalen Hurts. Um, right now, Jalen Hurts a has signed a five-year deal worth two hundred and fifty million dollars. Um, and with 179 million in guaranteed money, and man, what a payday for him! You gotta admit, I, I'm pretty, I'm shocked, I'm shocked that they offered him, making him the highest paid league player in history in the history of NFL. I feel like we get the same thing on and off again. Oh, the highest paid safety, he's the highest paid running back in the NFL. I feel like we get the same exact things all the time. I just, I just think we get that. Anyways, um, but with J- Jalen Hurts, let's go to the Jalen Hurts situation. Hundred and seventy nine point three million guaranteed and contract ext- extension to the twenty twenty eight season, and um, no trade clause, making him the highest paid player in league history. This is. He he absolutely deserves the fifty million dollars a year. You you can and you can come at me or whatnot. He deserves it. I don't think it's overpaid, of course, because I think it's the right. Uh, he got paid the right money. He got paid. Uh, this is payday today. He's getting paid fifty million dollars a year, which I don't know. I don't know any NFL player, a quarterback who is. I don't know any NFL quarterback who's actually wearing uh, gets five million dollars, gets paid fifty million dollars a y- fifty million dollars a year is what I'm talking about. Well, I mean, it's a little bit overpaid. I'll be honest with you, but he deserves the money, of course. I think it's a little bit overpaid. Not slightly. He's a good quarterback. He's a good quarterback. I think he got his payday. He got his bag. Now it's time for him to prove the to the league that he's re- really what he true. Uh, prove the league. He's trying to prove the league wrong, and I wouldn't blame him because what's his name? Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts, quarterback. Great quarterback. I'm going to be honest with you. His first year he stalled as quarterback for the Eagles because he he was backed up by Carson Wentz. I still think he thought he was a good quarterback, especially Carson Wentz was just horrible. Don't even get me started with Carson Wentz. The end of the end of the story. Um 2021 
Let's go right ahead to 2021. Gardner Minshew started a few games that season because uh, Jalen Hurts got injured. But most of the season, he start he was the starting quarterback. But this year was his full year that he was starting. But he was out for two games, two, three games last year because of his uh, sprain, ankle sprain or something. Uh, and then when you had Gardner Minshew, who's a guy, you got a quarterback. Jalen Hurts has the ability to run and take sneaks on fourth down and ones. Gardner Minshew, can, he can run. But he's awful. God, God bless him. God bless him. He's the worst quarterback in the NFL at the moment. One of the worst quarterbacks in the NFL. Zach Wilson is number number one on my top three list, list as the worst quarterback in the NFL. There's no doubt about it. And the new, and what you got to think is you are in the AFC, NFC, North, uh, NFC East, excuse me. You're the leader of the NFC East. This quarterback, uh, let me tell you, this quarterback is, this quarterback is decent, I can admit. When you have the Dallas Cowboys, you he he still has to manage in sweeping the Dallas Cowboys, which he cannot do. Well, the Eagles cannot do because the Philadelphia Eagles were the uh, number one in the division last year. They almost gave it to the Dallas Cowboys if the Philadelphia Eagles, uh, if J if Jalen Hurts was out the last game of the season, and if Jalen Hurts was out at the end of the season, and, 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 if the Dallas Cowboys beat the Washington Commanders in, and Dan Schneider's own world, um, now he's not the owner, Josh Harris is, but beat the Washington Commanders. The Washington Command, if they beat the Washington Commanders, they would have been the number one seed in the NFC. Number one seed in the NFC East. They just gave it up. Out the door. Obliterated, thrown away, and confiscated. Really confiscated. They just... was just taken away from them. And I don't like the Dallas Cowboys. I'll be honest with you. And the Dallas Cowboys are the worst... I'll, I'll be honest with you, Dallas Cowboys, their fans are not the best fans in the NFL. They're the worst fans I've seen in my dadgum life. Just the thought of it. These Dallas, Cow these Dallas Cowboys fans, they act like thugs on social media, but they're weak in person. I've seen, I've seen numerous videos. Last year, you, got, you know why? You guys have haters the Dallas Cowboys you guys have haters because 
you you brag about, oh, this is our year. Every single year, we're going to the Super Bowl. Oh, we are, uh, we're the best team in the National Basketball uh, NFL. You pound your chest, first off. See, you br that's why you have haters. Because you brag, oh, this is our year. And it's not stop. It's a nuisance. That's why you guys have haters. Because you say, this is our year. All year long. And look what happens. You fall off a cliff. Just becomes January. You guys just fall off a cliff. Dak Prescott. He, he's got one more year. This is, this is Dak Prescott's last year as the quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. I don't think he's upset. I think he's upset with this organization. Because this organization has treated him like crap. And I wouldn't blame him. You got a you got an owner who wants to be the GM. You got a head coach who's a scrub, who is the worst coach to pick. If I'm Jerry Jones, I would just walk out on that organization. Just the thought of just the thought of it. Oh, I'm trying to think of it. The thought of it makes me stutter. God. Anyways, now going to my So, game 1. So, a report comes in of collective rolling eyes among Patriots at Bill Belichick's frustration over Mac Jones seeking out head coach. And Bill Belichick, I am calling on Bill Belichick right now to step down from this organization. Because there is no need for this. This man is 71 years old. This man is 71 years old. What has he done during the offseason? Tell me what he's done. Juju Smith-Schuster, who's a decent wide receiver. Not one of the best, I I want this organization to change. Bill Belichick should step down as head coach of the Patriots. He should step down as head coach of the Patriots. Bill O'Brien should even take over for him. Bill O'Brien should take over for Bill Belichick. Mark my words. And then put Adrian Clem as offensive coordinator. But that puts, what are we going to choose as GM? Well, there's plenty of chances. We could possibly put, I don't, I don't know. I think we put uh, B Bill O'Brien as interim GM right now until reinforcements come reinforce reinforcements arrive. Bill Belichick, I'm counting on you because you are trading away a guy who's a project, who may or may who who was ready, who's N who's NFL ready. But he needs to, Mac Jones, 
needs better wide receivers. And what have they done? Nothing. What have they done? They pick up who else? Juju Smith-Schuster, who's decent. We have yet to get DeAndre Hopkins. And you are coming out here and saying, uh, we are not pursuing him. Do you want Mac Jones to see, succeed? I want him to succeed. But in order to that, Bill Belichick, you need to step down. You want to be a GM. You don't want to be a coach. You want to be a general manager. That's, that's what I'm just saying. This is not Robert Kraft's fault. And Robert Kraft is 80 years old. He's 80, he's 81 years old. Robert Kraft is 81 years old. It's not his fault that he's running this poverty organization. They're not poverty, but like they're they're not good. Mac Jones deserves better than this. And he's and I'm absolutely right. And he's absolutely right. We all deserve all we as Patriots fans deserve better than this. The New Orleans, New England Patriots are an uh, are a um are an atrocity. The most historic franchise in NFL history, six-time Super Bowl champions, Bill Belichick as head coach of this team, head coach of this franchise. Doesn't even do well. I mean, what are we going to do? I'm kind of concerned of Bill O'Brien. I don't even know how he's going to do as head coach. He stole this head coach from Houston. I'm happy that we got Bill O'Brien back. Great to have him back in this organization. He's got to change his offense around because this offense is looking like dog crap. We haven't even built a team that was manageably good since Josh McDaniels left. Josh McDaniels has stilled all of our players, and now they're turning to the Las Vegas Patriots because that was our system coach. Bill Belichick needs to go. I'm telling you. And out of all the people, who do we have? Who, do, who are we going to replace as interim head coach if Bill Belichick is gone? Um, who are we going to replace? Adrian Clem? Bill O'Brien? I don't know. Both have coaching exper experience. Better than having Joe Judge and Matt Patricia. That would have been scary. Scary. Scary enough to think of it. If that happened, if the if the New England Patriots brought in 
Matt Patricia and Joe Judge, either one, if you brought Matt, Matt Patricia, if Matt Patricia became the head coach of the New England Patriots and allowed to parade the streets of the new uh, of Boston in one of the most storied franchises, I don't know what I would do, man. I'm just trying to think of if that if they brought this guy. Matt Patricia, as head coach of the New England Patriots, I don't know what I would do. Honestly, I, 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 I can't. I, I wouldn't take the, the, the thought of it. The thought of it makes me stutter. It's the war. This team. This team went from the greatest franchise of all time. To falling off a cliff because we didn't, we have zero Super Bowls without Tom Brady. We deserve better, honestly. There's gonna be a day when Tom Brady, when we're gonna have, we're gonna win champ, we're gonna win, we're gonna win another championship in the next twenty years. Watch it. Watch. In the next twenty years, the New England Patriots will go to the Super Bowl. I don't know who we're going to play, but but I stand by what I say. <laughs> All right. So, anyways, folks, let's go to our next news story. Um, the and, and for game one of the uh, Stanley Cup playoffs between the Boston Bruins and the Florida Panthers at the TD Garden tonight. Uh, puck drop, I think, is at 7.30. Um, I see the Bruins winning this one with the final sc- final score of 5-3. to three. Boston takes game one. But they will go win in five. I-, I don't see them going to win in... I don't see them doing a clean sweep. Boston Bruins are good. But with the President's Cup, you got to think, the curse is still on. Since 2014, no team, a team with who has the president's trophy, did even make it to the Stanley Cup. The last year it was the Florida Panthers. The Florida Panthers lost first round, uh, second round, excuse me. Boston Bruins, second round exit, 2020. They won the President's Cup because they had the most goals in the league. The curse still goes on. I'm not scared. I think we break the curse, honestly. I think we reverse it. We break it. There's always, you know, Boston Bruins, the Boston Bruins, are the best team in the NHL. I stand by what I say because they are the best team in the NHL at the moment. At the moment in time when I'm saying this, they are the best team in the NHL. They have potential. They have they have uh they can win the Stanley Cup this year. Book it right now. Book it. All right. 
anyways, folks, thank you all for listening to today's show of the we uh, the Necessary Roughness podcast. Once again, I'm Ben Smith. Thank you all for listening today. Bye, y'all.